This is the Aftermarket Radio Network. Hi, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Auto Repair Marketing Podcast. I'm your host, Brian Walker, and my co-host is Kim, as usual. I'm here. And today we're going to be talking about the topic, should your shop have a podcast? But first, thank you to our friends at RepairPal for sponsoring the Auto Repair Marketing Podcast. RepairPal will introduce your shop to new customers through RepairPal.com, the largest site for auto repair. Learn more at RepairPal.com forward slash shops. So, yeah, interesting question. Well, where'd the question come from? It came from our Facebook group, the Auto Repair Marketing Mastermind. Oh. I have had that question before a couple of times over the last year or so. I've been asked a yeah, couple oh, yeah, of times. Yeah, we've definitely had that. In this case, they were saying, I think I'm going to start a podcast for my shop. And then they were looking for some specific advice. Like logistics and stuff. Let me just answer the question first. Should you have a podcast for your auto repair shop? And the answer is yes. But, well, it's, but it's not what you think. It's also not what you think, which we're going to get to that. But I don't think every shop needs a podcast. You do a podcast if you're someone who can stick to something. If you're someone who has the discipline to silence their computer when they're doing a podcast. Especially when their co-host said, <laughs> hey, did you silence all of your noisemakers? The question about the podcast, I don't think every shop needs one, but I think a lot of them do, should, can. Yeah, if you're someone that has the discipline to be consistent, to stay on schedule, to do this podcast and do it regularly and not like, you know, let it be something that you get gung-ho about in the beginning and then you're going to quit a few episodes in like most people do, that average podcast doesn't make it past five episodes. But if you are the person that has the discipline to do it, then in my opinion, yeah, you should do it. Well, let's talk a little bit about that. The discipline to do it. First of all, I get cracked up on the word discipline because of our son. And I can't ever get around it. But anyways. And Jocko. And Jocko. So the discipline to do it, it's a lot of work. And we have the help of Carm, who does a lot of the heavy lifting for our podcast. But Brian and I are recording two podcasts today because we're both going to be out of town for the next couple of weeks. And you kind of have to have things in the queue, if you will. You can't just haphazardly put a podcast episode out today and then wait and you're going to do one three weeks. I was literally just out for a walk a couple of days ago and there's a podcast that I really like to listen to. And I went to see if there was a, a new episode. And they have a pull one out in like two months. And right before that, they had one out two weeks in a row and then they skipped a week. And so it's if you really want to capture your audience and keep them, you have to be consistent. Yeah. And I mean, the typical podcast is going to be done weekly. And I think if you're going to do one, you probably should do it weekly because that's kind of what people expect. And it should come out on the same day and the same time every time. And the thing is, is you can schedule it. There have been times where we've done we've sat down and recorded five podcasts in one day. Yes. It's just a marathon of recording and building a bank of them so that we could go hit the conference circle, Mm -hmm. you know, without having to worry about are the, you know, are we going to have to stop and record podcast? Yeah, that's definitely a big deal. So you got to think ahead. You got to plan. You got to be prepared for stuff. And then Brian's really good at this is really kind of having a plan for the discussion and how the flow is going to go and 
If you have questions or just talking points or things that you just want to make sure that you touch on, that requires discipline to sit down and get that done and be ready for it. And then what we're going to share about how you would have your podcast is there's possibly going to be some planning as in inviting guests on and coordinating all of that. So what would they do with the podcast, Asha? All right. So first of all, it's my opinion that your podcast would not be about auto repair because you're not going to have enough people in your local community who are actually going to want to bring their car in to have it fixed that are going to listen to your podcast. If you have a podcast that's about auto repair, you're going to have a bunch of DIYers listening to it and it's not really going to do anything to bring you new business. On the other hand, if you have a podcast that is about everything local to do with your community, then people in your local area have a reason to listen to the podcast and they get to learn about your shop in other ways. So I'm going to repeat it for the people in the back. For the people in the back, he just said, your podcast is not about auto repair. Yeah, and I'm okay with having a segment in each episode, a short segment, three minutes, car care tip, whatever. Well, it's going to come out naturally, right? People are going to naturally get curious about who you are, and they're going to find out who you are. And it's going to be organic, which is everybody agrees organic marketing is the best marketing. So a podcast about something related to the community, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think about our community. All right. If I had an auto repair shop now, I would absolutely 100% have a podcast. There's absolutely no doubt about that. But the topics that we would cover, you know, local events right now. So we are located in Hammond, Louisiana. It's a little small college town. We have about 18,000 people here. Really cool place. If you ever get the opportunity to visit, come visit. It's a foodie paradise. First of all, Hammond, America. My Ham- cousin, Hammond, America. My cousin does not like that you say that because there's a Hammond, Indiana, Hammond, whatever. Look, Hammond, Louisiana is Hammond, America. And that's, that's a thing here. People here say Hammond, America. Hammond, America, a.k.a. Louisiana. It was the number one Main Street America contest winner in the whole country because our little community is really freaking amazing. Yeah, it's cool. Like I said, it's a foodie paradise. So anyway, what yeah. I was getting to, we have an event coming up that they have every year called Hot August Night. This year it's Thank called Hot August Stroll. I know. They've changed the name of it. But it's just a really cool event. Now, look, it is August in Louisiana, so the, the name Hot, it's appropriate. Cold but beer. we would be talking about that. On the podcast, we'd be talking about Hot August Stroll coming up. All Guess of the what? things to do at Hot August Stroll. There's not a Hammond podcast. Yep. We're not a local business, though. Bless it. Are but you... you are. You listeners who have auto repair shop, your business is a local business. The closest client that we have right now is about 50 miles away. Yeah, and there it's basically New Orleans. So, mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. that's, a, that's a big so, population. But let me say this. When he was talking earlier about your shop needs a podcast, I think you really need to think about your community and the need for it in that community. Like ours, I wish one of our shop locally would do one. This area could use one. There is one we're probably going to use as an example in the Mm -hmm. nearby community. But I think about when we had our shop, right, in Apex, North Carolina, it had a lot going on in that community as well. So like my good friend, Michael Gunther in Crofton, Nebraska, Mm -hmm. 800 people living there. I don't know. 
I'm not so sure, but he's constantly I, I sending me fun, cool stuff that is going on there or some crazy story about what happened or we joke about the weather. So, you know, I mean, I guess I could see it. One of my favorite old TV shows, I'm going to age myself here, but it was this old show called Northern Exposure. And I guess he was the main character. One of the main characters was the radio DJ. And he's sitting there and, you know, I mean, he's playing music, but he's talking about the town and all the things happening in the town. And like, that's what I see with a place like Crofton, Nebraska and Michael Gunther is the guy sitting there that's just talking about all the the stuff that's happening in the town. I mean, radio and a podcast, they're not too far off. You know, it's just that one of them's live, one of them's pre-recorded, although I could be live right now with a couple presses of a couple of buttons. So events, we would be talking about events. We would be talking about community topics. You know, if there was something big happening in our community, you know, we would be talking about that. That could be anything. Well, we just had our chamber. It was on my birthday, actually. They do an award every year, the Annie Awards. Yeah, the Annie Awards. And so having those people on to talk about, well, first you could talk about the event and get people nominating people for that. And then once they give it out, so they're honoring women in our community who are leaders in community service and doing things for kids and nonprofits or whatever it might be. So like all those things, I mean, just think about, like you said, the events, but what's going on as far as the people? Yeah. So those the events, the happenings, but then your community leaders. And I think about this book that I read, really good book. And I recommend it, by the way, called The Richest Man in Town. And it was just a book where they were talking about how people have amassed their fortunes and all that stuff. But anyway, every town has like the richest man or person, you know, woman, whatever in town. Or the most interesting person. And they're kind of iconic. Like mm -hmm. everybody knows and everybody suspects, oh, that's the richest person in town. And you have that person on your podcast and you interview them and you find out about like, how did they achieve their success? Yeah. And then. Just going along with that, the richest man in town, but there's also other characters in town. Yeah, that's just, just an example. one of the many examples. Those I mean, iconic people. Yeah, so just kind of pay attention to your community and think about, like, who's the oldest person in town and, and get some kids on there and go to the local events and pay attention and Here's one. get some fun people in there. Politics. Oh, my I, I'm telling you, you know, we normally we tell people stay away from politics in your advertising. But if you're yep. doing a local podcast, oh, my God, you're going to have the political candidates come on and talk about their stance on things and, and all of that. And you're going to invite mm. all of them. And maybe not at the same time, but maybe at the same time. I mean, that could be that would be fun. You're basically yeah. having a I mean, we do it on the radio little debate. We It's happened on the radio. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, you've got all those people. We um, talk about B&I all the time. Yep. That, if you're a member of a B&I group, that's a perfect place to get your podcast guests from. I want to thank our friends at RepairPal for making this episode possible. They're on a mission to put trust back in auto repair. You're an honest shop that delivers high quality work and great service, right? Well, millions of consumers looking for mid to major mechanical repair look for shops like yours in the RepairPal Trusted Network. Contact them to get certified today and receive one month free service at RepairPal.com forward slash shops. Being in the RepairPal certified network helped us grow our shop's business and it can help yours too with new customers and a higher ARO. Plus, you don't have to worry anymore about arguing with customers over price because shops in the RepairPal certified network are trusted by consumers for being fair priced, not low priced, fair priced. You have to be in it to win it. So head over to RepairPal.com forward slash shops to learn more and set up a call. When you sign up, you'll get one month of service free 
and save $150 off certification. Like what happens when you start inviting people onto your podcast? What do they do? Oh, they get all excited and they start listening to your podcast. First of all, they want to know what to expect. And where I was going is they start telling everybody I was on the podcast. Go listen. Same thing with the People Project. The People Project is a written blog and they showcase leaders within the community. Mm -hmm. And this is done by a local title company. All right. So realtors. Okay. So it's mm -hmm. local realtors. And they're doing this people project and they host the blog on their website and they're inviting these people that are local influencers, essentially. And then when those people get featured in the people project, all of a sudden they're sharing it, yep. their friends are sharing it. Oh, I yep. saw, you know, the people project that you did. And there's all kind of purposes for that. Number one, people are getting introduced to this realtor website where they're going and reading. Yep. They're getting pixeled. So now you can retarget them with advertising. Mm -hmm. And it's never about real estate, right? They're never yeah. talking about real estate. It's all about the people, the people that they're interviewing and all that. So that's why I wasn't talking about them sharing it because I thought you said, what do they do when you ask them to be on there? Yeah, once it goes live, they're sharing it, you're sharing it, and your friends are sharing it. But the, one of the cool things that they did was when they finished with me, they asked me to nominate who a good next people project person would be. So. It's giving you the fuel to just keep going and keep bringing guests on and that sort of thing. So, yeah, the, I love the People Project. I almost think we should do one in the automotive industry. Okay, so <laughs> what is next? We talked about the people that you could have on, the events that you're going to help promote. I don't think that there's a problem in the world with occasionally you just being on there by yourself, just talking about something going on in the community or what's going on. Yeah. If there's trendy things in the world or... That's what we do. Yeah. I mean, I've recorded podcasts, you know, call mm -hmm. it a solo cast where I just yep. get on and talk about a topic. Kim gets on and talks about a topic. And it's the same thing. You don't always have to have guests. But having those guests, it's going to expose your podcast to more people yep. when they start inviting their friends and family and all to listen. So earlier when we were saying that it should not be about auto repair and you said, well, there can be a segment about it. I almost think that, you know, like we have Repair Pal that sponsors your shop could be the sponsor of the podcast. And that gives you a moment to just kind of talk a little bit about yourself. Yeah, absolutely. Your shop should be the sponsor of your podcast. And like I said, you can have that automotive segment in there. Keep it short and simple. <laughs> Two, three minutes at the most. Auto care tip. Yeah. Something you know, organic and natural, not salesy, over promotional. And you can promote during the sponsorship part mm -hmm. because it's expected. I mean, RepairPal is our sponsor because they want to get exposed to the people who are listening to this podcast. And by the way, we were a RepairPal shop and it was great for our shop and we do highly recommend them. So something that you should go look into is, is RepairPal. Is that a viable way to get more business to your shop? And yeah, it is. But the same thing when your shop is sponsoring your shop's podcast, then you have that moment to promote your shop. Yeah. And when you do your podcast, don't name it after your shop. Yeah, no, I mean, we're... We think about Parker's podcast, the Ponchatoula podcast. Yeah, so... That's the one Kim was going to talk He's talking about. about our friend Parker Larison. He is an attorney, by the way, phenomenal friend of ours, and a brilliant businessman, incredible content creator, all that stuff. So we live in Hammond, Louisiana, Next door is Ponchatoula, Louisiana, and he's got, it's literally called the Ponchatoula Podcast. I mean, 
That's SEO brilliant. That's relevant. Anybody that lives in Ponchatoula is and like, oh, me, I could listen to that. Let me talk about that for a second, okay? I'm going to... Which gonna, part? The whole, the simple name. Oh, yeah. You know, like, we are the Auto Repair Marketing Podcast. Our Facebook group is the Auto Repair Marketing Mastermind. Our you business know, name is Shop Marketing Pros. Yeah. None I, of it is... Man, people come up with these shiny. clever names. And clever is just... Like, it's confusing to people. Do you mean, like, Behind the Star? Yeah, I do. I do. That was the name of my first shop was Behind the Star. And it was clever because we were a Mercedes-only shop. And the people, like, when I worked at the dealership, they called us the people behind the star. Well, I named my shop Behind the Star, and nobody knew what the heck it was. Apparently, Brian made up that name, and he's the only one that knows about it because I still haven't met a Mercedes-Benz owner who identified with that so yeah we named our first shop but it was a lesson that i learned like i did it once and i learned that lesson and now and i'm 20 trying years to later keep, we're still talking about it i'm trying to keep y'all from making the same mistakes when you name your podcast when you name your business when you name whatever like don't try to get too cute and clever mm -hmm. because cute and clever is confusing yes and it can come off as trendy and you get tired of it. It doesn't work. So absolutely. And trends go away. They do. Yeah. I, I'm trying to think why I know somebody that did something like that where they named their business and they had a, some kind of a trend in the name and that trend is completely, I don't know. Yeah. Come back to that. So it, let's talk about, well, one more thing I want to add in is don't forget about your employees as guests. Mm-hmm. And your customers as guests, yep. right? You've got a whole bank. In addition to like B&I and networks you're in and the community at large, your own customers and employees. So yeah, and we talked about you being the sponsor, but guess what? When you start building that audience and the listenership, they're going to be businesses in your community who are like, I want to be a part of that. So yeah, would you allow it. them to sponsor? What What are your thoughts on that? I don't think that? I would. I don't know. Maybe one, but yeah. I mean, it's your choice. So you, yeah. you know, that's just kind of a, a judgment call, whatever you want to do. All right. So how to start a podcast. I'm going to answer this very simply by sending you to a free resource that someone else created that I have absolutely nothing to do with, but I have a lot of respect for this person. And they have built a guide that they keep up to date on how to start a podcast. And that is Pat Flynn with Smart Passive Income. Oh, yeah. So if you do a search for how to start a podcast, he's on the first page at Smart Passive Income. There will be a link in the show notes to that. So I'm not going to get into it more than that. It's an in-depth topic. It's as complicated as you make it. I'm very good at making things complicated because... He went there, I did not. Because what I'm going to tell you about equipment, Kim is going to be... Whole, she's going to be biting her tongue when I say I'm this. I'm not going to bite my tongue. But there is a really simple podcast setup that you can start with that is two tiny little lav mics with a tiny little interface that plugs into your iPhone. And for under $300, you can start with a podcast. Now, me, on the other hand. How much have we spent on podcast equipment? We're not talking I'm about sorry. that, Kim. Podcast toys. We're not talking about that. That's, it, it does not say in these show notes, do not talk about that. <laughs> Let me just say that if you wanted to spend ten grand on podcast equipment, you could do it. And I, mean, I have to say something. Hmm. So, funny story, we were at Vision, 
Where did we go? STX. I don't know. You have we to tell to, the story. You do know the story. We went to, I think it was STX. Oh, gosh. I know the story. Brian was so proud of himself. He had all of our podcast equipment so neatly organized and put together in this big, huge case. It had everything. But it's, it's a case, special case. This is my story. I'm coming to that. <laughs> this case is a gun case. It's a rifle case. A rifle. Is a rifle a gun? Yeah. Okay, so it's a rifle gun. But I wanted him to understand case. the magnitude of it and also that a rifle case is very distinguishable. It's, it's it, yeah, I'm trying to tell him <laughs> that. So it's heavy, it's big, and it's got a handle on the end, and we're like wheeling it into this hotel. Big, huge. It was STX. It was in Orlando. Yeah. Big, huge. Like a 20-story. Yeah, massive. And here we are. Walking in and we to our room with a balcony that overlooks it. the yeah the loved water it park. across the parking lot and everything. We went a far distance with a gun case just in the open, carrying it around. Go up this glass elevator up like twenty floors. You remember the two guys in the elevator? Yes, and <laughs> it's we're at an automotive event, right? It's STX for World Pack, and these guys get in the elevator and they're like, "Looks like y'all are having way more fun than we are." And <laughs> but nobody, nobody questioned us going up to our like I think we were on the don't where, call out the hotel. I don't know. We were on like the tenth floor or something. We were up there, balcony overlooking the, the water park and, and the pools and all that with a gun case. So yeah. anyway, where's that gun case now? It's right behind you. See it. What are we doing with it? Well, I have greatly downsized our podcast equipment <laughs> for when we're traveling because. We talk about things that can get overcomplicated. I mean, the mics that we're using right now, these are the same ones that like Joe Rogan uses and they're super expensive, but they sound great. They do sound really good. But they're heavy. I mean, they are heavy. They're super heavy. And I'm lugging around like 80 pounds of podcast equipment. Yeah. And it, it just got to be too much. So the our, lesson here is don't overcomplicate it. But yeah. you're talking to shop owners who buy tools and equipment. And so you're probably going to have another Brian who doesn't listen to us. And you mean the same shop fun. owners I can't get to hire a darn professional photographer and go in and spend a day shooting photos? Okay, you need to go on to the next point, sir. Y'all, y'all need to come off some money. You hear me? You just told them don't spend a huh? lot of money. Yeah, on photography, spend the money. You don't need to go spending a whole bunch of money on your podcast equipment until you show yourself that you'll actually do it. That's a good so, point. Under 300 bucks, links are in the comment or in the show notes, I should say, to this tiny little, it is, you can literally fit this in a coffee cup, everything that you need. That is how small it is. And it sounds decent. It's not bad. Here's what I want to know. If you are listening or watching on YouTube or whatever, if you're hearing this podcast right now, maybe you have a podcast. I want to know about it. I want you to go into our Facebook group, the Auto Repair Marketing Mastermind Facebook group, and I want you to post your podcast in our group so we can all check it out. Yeah, that'd be great. I'd love to hear it. Yep, for sure. Because there are some out there. We need, so, I need to go post and ask who has a podcast. And then the last thing I'm going to say about equipment is the other option that would be a really inexpensive way to get started would be the DJI mic. And we just talked about that in our Tuesday teaching which is also something that is specific to the Facebook group. We go live in the Facebook group and we were talking about equipment to help you get good sound when you're doing video inside of your shop. But the DJI mic, just go look it up on YouTube. There's also going to be a link in the show notes. And I would probably go for that over the tiny little podcasting 
setup. And if you want to make it look a little more official, there's these little $20 things that it'll make sense when you go look at it. The DJI mic goes into it and it looks like an actual micro, like an old school handheld microphone. Yeah. So this all came about, as we said earlier, from a question in our Facebook group that just happened two days ago. And I hope she doesn't mind that I'm going to mention her, but it's Jennifer Warner, who has Kraken Automotive, I guess it is, Kraken, like Kraken, like the octopus, like water. And the Kraken. The Kraken. Well, they actually did name it after their shop. The Kraken podcast, I think, or Kraken Auto Repair. And I think their intention is to do an yeah. auto repair related podcast, right. but I did so give that, her the same advice that, that I give here. Yeah, that and that makes but sense. But again, it's your podcast. If you want to do a podcast yeah. about auto repair, then go do it. I'm just saying, like when we're talking marketing, so I'm thinking about the thing that's going to bring you the most business. Some people might do a podcast just because they enjoy talking about a particular topic. And you really should enjoy talking about the topic that you're going yeah. to cover. And if that's auto repair... And you want to do it for the sake of having a podcast, then go do it. I'm not saying it won't lead to new business. I just, I don't think that it would be near as effective as well, doing I think what it's we're talking about. All in how you do it. And by the way, I said Kraken Automotive, it's Kraken's Garage. And they can probably have a lot of fun with that. But if you have a shop that's got some incredible company culture and you're doing lots of things, you have lots of events or you're really doing some special stuff in your community, you probably can do that. And But if you are kind of dry and not, in, you know, people aren't going to listen. So it's all about how I'm you I'm pretty dry. It. Yeah, but I'm here to cheer you up a little bit. <laughs> we have another, we have a client that has a podcast, Nico, with Charlie's Foreign Car. That is right. And his is about auto repair. And they bring in guests like trainers and all of that. But his audience, I can't imagine that his audience would be his clients. But I could be wrong. But you know who Nico, if you're listening, I would love to know how that's going. You know who he is attracting? Technicians. Oh, yeah. So there's that part as well. So lots lots of things to think about here. Yeah. Good stuff. So let us know. Join our Facebook group. Go post your podcast in there. Or if you're listening to this and maybe you have some questions. You can post them in there and we will answer your questions. Or you can email us at podcasts at shopmarketingpros.com. Send us show ideas, send us questions, whatever it is. Just don't email us if you don't like us. And if you're ever looking for a particular episode that we talk about, you can go to armpodcast.com. So that's ARM for Auto Repair Marketing, or we just call it the ARM Podcast. But armpodcast.com will take you directly to our website where we have all of the podcast episodes listed and they have buttons there where you can click directly to go to, you know, straight to Spotify or iTunes or Google Podcasts. So it's kind of the central source for the Auto Repair Marketing Podcast. And lastly, because we never do this, I want to say the whole like, subscribe, follow, share it with a friend, give us a review. We'd love that. Absolutely. Well, thank y'all for listening to another episode of the Auto Repair Marketing Podcast. We are just one podcast on the Aftermarket Radio Network. There are five great podcasts there with that cover a variety of topics, and you can check them out at aftermarketradionetwork.com. We hope that you'll listen in again next week. And until then, go fill those bays. You've been listening to the Auto Repair Marketing Podcast with Kim and Brian Walker. Follow the podcast on your favorite listening app. Find their emails in the show notes and visit them at shopmarketingpros.com. Let Kim and Brian know what you want discussed because they're all about advancing the aftermarket.